Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and I'm once again joined by my friend Angel. Hi, welcome back. And we are back with our Port Charles segment for Time in a Bottle. We are on week seven, so I'll roll the credits and we'll jump right into it. Okay, so we open up with Karen and Frank are waiting for Cookie at Kelly's still. Mm-hmm. And Karen's mom, I, I put Karen's mom a lot because I couldn't remember her name. It's Rhonda, right? Rhonda, yep. Yeah, I remembered it like halfway through the week. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of my messages, Karen's mom, her mom, 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 mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Rhonda walks in seemingly drunk because she was just like, hey, like, I was just like, mm, are they doing something here? <laughs> yeah, I, I, when she walked in, I literally, almost the same time as Karen was like, are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> um, Cookie is also sitting at Kelly's wondering where Frank is. Alan, Alan, Allison <laughs> has gotten 25 grand from her grandmother, seemingly. And wants to give it back, but she wants to smell it first. (laughs) (laughs) So last week she had gotten a key to a a locker, but it said, don't tell Jamal. That's where we left off with that. Mm -hmm. This is what was in the locker. Um, Ariana flatlines, I guess, or she starts to have a seizure. Like her butt, like, I don't know, she was convinced. Yeah, I I think she has a seizure. And even other doctors try to resuscitate her or get her stabilized. Jack tries to convince Allison to keep the money and invest it in the bike shop slash bakery slash coffee okay. shop, whatever it's supposed to be. Slash cafe. Slash <laughs> cyber cafe back then, question mark. Yeah, cyber cafe. Mm-hmm. Dot com. com. It's a good name for that. <laughs> um, she mentions the... I put she mentions the note to Jamal. I know okay. she meant. I know she mentions like, she mentions the money to Jamal at some point, but. Oh no no no! Okay, I get it, whatever. It wasn't. Con- she mentions the note to Jack as Jamal walks in and asks what they're talking about. That's what I was trying to say. Oh okay 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 yeah. I was typing too fast. <laughs> <laughs> um. Karen wants to know how many drinks her mom had. She says one or two. I'm like, that feels like more than one or two. That feels, feels like, like one or two, yeah. <laughs> or the bottle. <laughs> um, one or two bottles. Oh, I remembered her name because I put Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda, <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda thinks it was it was all the talk about her sister Caroline that dredged up all these old emotions and mm. she just couldn't deal with it. Um, she says her and Caroline used to come to Kelly's all the time. We see Cookie take a fork and start carving her name, and then it fades to current day, and we see that it's the same windowsill, and her name is carved, and it's a little, it looks old. A customer comes into the bike shop and distracts Jamal away from Jack and Allison, and Allison rationalizes that her keeping the money will be good for her and Jamal in their future, so how could it be wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rhonda says it's her fault her sister died. Um, Eve manages to stabilize Ariana, and Ian thanks her. 
Allison tells Jamal it was a bond of hers from her when she was a child that has cashed out. Mm -hmm. He's hesitant about the money, but she assures him it's all hers free and clear. Now, that was Gabby that was talking to Chris, right? In the, uh, after they stabilized Ariana, because her hair was straight. And I was like, oh, that seems random. They just straightened her hair for that. Yeah, yeah. Scene. At first I was like, oh, Gabby. Um, Gabby tells Chris Eve did a great job. And he says, yeah, she saved Ariana. But who's going to save her? Now about this, the whole Ariana situation, they were like, okay, yeah, she's great. She's awesome. Like, you know, she's doing well. Awesome. And then she sees us again. I'm like, come on, Ariana. Like, <laughs> so dramatic. She's so dramatic. Come on, Ariana. To me. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> um, Ian finds Eve sitting alone and he sits with her and she cries in his arms now I think I may have been busy like you know typing away so I wasn't like fully paying attention so basically all I got it was Rhonda says Caroline was hit by a car after school now I heard that she was she supposed to be like picking her up but um, so Ronda decided to like meet a boy or something. So she yeah, she decided to meet somebody else. Um, and how does she put it? And she like kind of, you know, um, blew off. Um, I was going to say Ariana. No, uh, Karen. No, Caroline. I'm sorry, Caroline. Oh. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, she and um, she wound up. Carolyn wound up hanging out with friends, and then when she went to cross the street, that's when she got hit by the car. Right. Okay. Um, which could be a root of why Rhonda drinks. Hence mm -hmm. why she started drinking, thinking about it. Um, Karen thinks Cookie... Oh, I don't know what I was trying to say. Oh, Karen and Frank. <laughs> Frank became drank, so that's why I was thinking drinking. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Karen and Frank think... Um, Cookie is a no-show, and Karen takes Rhonda home. But we later find out she actually took her to an AA meeting. Mm -hmm. Cookie leaves 50 cents for her soda, which I was like, oh, wow, she paid for it. And that was a tip, 50 cents. If <laughs> uh, uh, only things were 50 cents now, you know, soda were 50 cents. I'm like, what's that know? like to just carry change around <laughs> and then it pays for everything? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, in the vending machine at my at my job, um, like like the drinks are like a dollar fifty. They have um, they started installing vending machines at the train stations on Long Island, and everything's two bucks. A bag yes. of chips is two bucks. A soda is two bucks, but it's the cans. It's not the bottle. I think the yeah. bottles are three dollars. <laughs> and then, as you know, I like I work in Philadelphia, so everything this anything that's sugary is like boom, like raised up, everything like that. So mm -hmm. other vending machines in Philadelphia, it's a whopping three seventy five for a soda. Wow. Yep. Wow. As Cookie's leaving Kelly's, we see the back of the head of a young Scotty because she says hi to him. <laughs> And then you can hear uh, Ken Shrunner's was like, hey. 
I wasn't sure. Uh, that sounded like Kim Schreiner, yeah. <laughs> um, Frank notices Cookie's name carved in the window, and he said the windowsill, and he says it looks like it's been there for years. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Rhonda is talking with her sponsor outside of, I guess, Karen's house or wherever she's living. And Frank tells Karen about the name carving. She thinks, great, another mystery. She can't hang handle like having to worry about her mom and now this cookie situation. And she just wants to scream. Eve, think, think, Eve thinks Ian could be mad at her for giving Ariana the drug, but he isn't. He says she was right too, and he's proud of her. Ariana's that spiral weight. that he went through kind of just yeah, it ended. Yeah. Because I guess because it was, you know, she had to be saved. So mm -hmm. um Ariana is awake and she wants to talk to Eve. Lucy finds Kevin at the bar at the PC hotel, and <laughs> they play strangers at the bar. <laughs> Didn't she say her name was like Bobo or something? Bobo. Oh my gosh, what was the last name she gave? <laughs> Bobo La LaCroix or something. Leroy. Bobo LaCroix, something like that. <laughs> uh, the bartender can tell that they are playing. He actually thinks they're married and gives yeah. their act a C plus, B for effort. B and for Lucy, effort. It's like, I never got a C. And Lucy's like, she's never gotten a C plus in her life. I never got a C plus in my life. I was like, oh, is that a nod to her being a librarian back in the day? Yes. <laughs> that probably uh, was. <laughs> did you watch when she was a librarian? Well, was that was in always, the 80s. So um, I, the 80s. I wouldn't have been able to watch it, but I did see clips. Um, I, like, I was a literal eater. Either it came out when she. I don't know when she. I think she first came on 86. So I would have been a literal eater, not born yet, or a baby. Uh, when that came out, plus my mom didn't watch GH, I don't think so. Um, she was more yeah. all my children, um, but I would have been one depending on the month, <laughs> yeah. I did see clips, um, and she like Lynn Herring really did a good job with that, like, like because it was supposed to be like she's a librarian by day, but like a sex pot by night. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> So she, she always acted like this, like very like, you know, erratic. And like, she was more, yeah, she was more like as a librarian, more like shy and mousy and like just what you expect the librarian to act like. Because I know like she eventually marries Alan and mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, she kind of becomes like a vixen. And I'm like, how does she go from librarian to vixen? Yeah, that, that I don't know. I know she did leave the show for a time to play Liz. No, maybe this was after it. I don't know. Maybe, she, okay, she, so was maybe on day, she was on days for a little bit. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know if this was if that was before or after she married Alan. Hmm. And then I know after she married Alan, she got with um, that was when she became she became the surrogate for uh, Sarit. For uh, Dominique, and that's how Serena was born. And then she was with Scott, and then Scott left. I love how we can't just say one thing because it always snowballs into like, and then this happened. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to know the trajectory of Lucy. You can't just say something, you have to like give a backstory. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> <sighs> the 
there, I know there's like a missing piece. There's something that I'm missing with Lucy here. And if you can help me in the comments, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, sorry, I got lost. Uh, oh, Frank tries to help Karen blow off some steam to calm her down. She says smelling Rhonda's, the liquor on Rhonda's breath reminded her of her childhood and playing mother to her mother. It worries her that she could fall off the wagon herself one day and that she could possibly pass this on to her future daughter if she ever has a daughter or son. Or son, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, uh, Karen, you don't, you don't exactly get to choose if you have a daughter or not. Yeah. I mean, I get like... <laughs> Generationally, like yes, it's you know, it's always it's been like it's Rhonda than Karen then, um, you know then yeah. You know, so it could she could be like okay, I'll likely have a, a girl or something like that. But yeah, I'm not gonna say <laughs> why that's not possible. Ah, Eve says, Eve says she can't listen to Ariana thank her when all she could do is wish that she would go back to wherever she came from or had never come to poor Charles. Girl, same. <laughs> See, Ariana was kind of tolerable because I, I feel like she was just kind of like sprinkled in throughout the week. She wasn't like mm -hmm. full front, like, yeah. Burner, so I could deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this week she was, she was fine. When she flat line, I'm I, like, Oh, bye girl. <laughs> yeah. But then I was, I was like, you know what? After you know, previously, previously in my mind, I was just like, Girl, same. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> while Kevin gets a hotel room, Lucy calls a lawyer to discuss Kevin's divorce. Mm. Karen tries to get Frank and Easy out of their relationship and tells him there's the door. But he assures her he's not leaving and that he loves her. And she says, right answer. I like he how he says, like, that thing with the handle? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny um i think i was watching like classic gh and this actor that plays frank was on gh playing a different character and i'm like yeah it's such a missed that opportunity was... to have like the crossover with like i guess the way poor charles ends which we won't spoil um you couldn't have livy on Poor Charles. Yeah, because um, Chuck <laughs> Pratt did say that like it would have been impossible. No, sorry, it was Guza. Guza. I, I don't know why I confused the two guys. I think it was a junior in their names. Guza said that it would have been impossible to implement the supernatural elements of of poor Charles into GH at the time. So yeah. they basically pulled like a knot's landing and were like, it never happened. They could have did like there was a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> and it was That's what, yeah, that would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there was a gasicle on the other side of poor Charles, and that's why everybody was acting crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> or on whatever floor of the hospital it was. <laughs> the sixth floor, yeah. Nobody goes to the sixth floor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eve tells Ian ever since Ariana was attacked, things have been out of control. Ariana needs Ian by her side for strength. And Eve says she's taking herself off of Ariana's case. Ian tells her he will never love another woman in his life. And she says she's going to hold him to that. And he leaves her. Um, Jamal is struggling with how much of the 25 grand Allison has spent on the cafe supplies. Mm. 
he can't believe she's down to zero. Well, not really. Like, well, not really down to zero. She's like, we actually owe two hundred, so they're 200. negative two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually says that they got these like as a steal, like an auction, and she's still negative two hundred dollars. A lot to be negative, I guess, when you're first starting out a business. Yeah. Um, Ian tells Karen that he and Eve broke up. Kevin finds Eve dining alone at the Poor Charles Hotel. Um, Allison is going to the hospital to visit her grandmother and to thank her for the money. Mm-hmm. And she whispers to Jack not to tell Livy how she got the money or about the note. Mm-hmm. Eve fills Kevin in on everything with Ari- from Ariana to Ian breaking up with her to her near death. Um, and to herself, taking herself off the case. She's thankful she'll, she still has Kevin to lean on, and Lucy overhears this, and she second guesses the whole like lawyer divorce consult. Um, mm-hmm. She tries to call to cancel the consult, but she's too late. Livy tells Jack she got into pre the pre med program just in time for the third quarter, and I'm like, I really don't yeah. remember. Going to pre-med I don't remember this either. <laughs> I feel like something must happen and she or they just never mentioned it again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then third quarter? Like, I'm trying to think. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I don't think that's how school works. <laughs> I don't think that's how I mean, yes, like, you know, below below um college that that works. But uh, that works because you can like if you like if you move or something like that and you enroll your child to a to another school in the third quarter, yes, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's something like college, like you have to wait until the next semester. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like or like if you or if like I know a lot of colleges do like I know my college does like uh, accelerated programming. So yeah. like if you just happen to find your way towards an accelerated course. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can just start in the middle of a semester, uh, yeah. in the middle of a semester in an accelerated course. But that's not how college works. I I swear that these writers went to college. <laughs> I had a friend that did a nursing program, and it was like ten weeks, like an accelerated course. It was like ten mm-hmm. weeks, and she had a week off, and there was like another ten weeks, and mm-hmm. then she had a week off. Like it was just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I think she finished it in a year or two. It was like a. Whatever, how long the length was, wow. it was like cut in half because she was just going, going, going. Mm-hmm. Exhausted. Yeah, um, I can imagine that. Uh, where am I? Oh. Allison thanks her grandmother in a vague way for the money. And the grandmother's just like, oh, okay, that's nice. And she, she says, like, you know, I'm going to pay it back. And she's like, of course you are. You're a Barrington. Like, it's just mm-hmm. they're kind of fucking around each other. <laughs> And Allison leaves and says she's going to check on her later. When she leaves, Amanda asks Terrence if she gave Allison money. And he says, no, she simply reinstated her in the will. Oh, so I was 5% right. (laughs) (laughs) Because last week, we kind of, around the time Allison got the key to the locker, there was a scene where Amanda said, I need you to do something for me. So this is the answer to that scene. That's the answer to that. Yep. So who gave her the money? Hmm. <laughs> Karen thinks Ian needs to needs a break from Ariana, and he mentioned he used to play chess with his sister. 
Karen thinks maybe he should start playing again. She says she'll keep an eye on Ariana. And he opens his wallet to a picture of his sister. Lucy intercepts the lawyer, or so she thinks. <laughs> and he thinks that she's a prostitute. <laughs> that scene was really funny. It's like, no, I'm not a prostitute. <laughs> I don't even think she even says the word prostitute. I think, I think it's just, no, maybe she does. She's a hooker. She says hooker. She does say, yeah. <laughs> um, the real lawyer approaches Kevin and Eve and introduces himself as Richard Silver. And yet he's there for a consult on their divorce. Mm -hmm. Karen is trying to get in touch with Ariana's parents because she needs a blood match, I guess, for the donor. Mm -hmm. And family's usually a better match. Um, she ends up getting her father on the phone. Ian is home, and he takes out an old chess set and a bottle of whiskey. Mm -hmm. And we see his like fantasy or illusion of his sister playing with him. Played by Susan Haskell. Oh, that was Susan Haskell? That was Susan Haskell, yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. His real-life wife. His real-life wife, yep. Maybe I don't know what Susan Haskell looks like. <laughs> you never watch I'm... all my... Uh, my children, One Life to Live? Or maybe I do, because I th did think she looks familiar, and in my head I'm like, oh, maybe she just like pops in throughout all the arcs and visits him. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's Susan Haskell. <laughs> maybe that's why she looks familiar. Um, what is that? Oh, I put he imagines playing chess and he talks to her. He became Heather. I, mu I must have been typing really fast because all these words got jumbled. Heather, talk to... <laughs> Heather. Who's Heather? Heather? I don't even think there is a character named Heather on the show. <laughs> um, Eve is shocked and thinks Kevin arranged the meeting with the divorce lawyer. Lucy fesses up that she was the one that called him. Um... I actually thought it, I actually felt bad for Lucy because she was genuinely like sorry for Eve and like yeah oh, they have these like moments where like they're civil and like she's trying to do the right thing but then they just argue because they they just have this rivalry. Uh -huh. <laughs> I also enjoy. It. <laughs> it's like frustrating, yes. but I enjoy it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Ariana's father is refusing to be tested and has forbidden the family from helping Ariana. Karen is angry and can't believe he doesn't want to help his own daughter. I will be too. Ian is talking to his dead sister and says he has nobody else to talk to. Um, I really didn't take notes on that whole conversation because I'm just like, this is all fake. <laughs> like, he's yeah, basically... it's like, I like that she said, oh, you don't have anybody to talk to all over the fair. Implying that there are two shows that focus on the one city. <laughs> okay, maybe that's my interpretation, but <laughs> <laughs> Susan Haskell doesn't have a, an accent, right? She just no, she doesn't. Oh, okay, she doesn't. Um, yeah, when she was playing, when she played Marty, uh, Marty. Oh my gosh, Marty! Uh, <laughs> Marty was definitely American. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, 
I've only seen okay, I have seen Susan Haskell because I've watched um old clips of the um Ryan Phillippe's gay storyline. Mm-hmm. And she looked like she was like a teenager, maybe early twenties. She was. Time. Yep. Yeah. That and was before was- that was before the um the Todd. famous uh Todd and Marty story uh I don't want to say the word that happens to her yeah. because I'm it's uncomfortable, but like um if you know, you like, know. <laughs> yeah, if you know, you know, yeah. And she did an excellent job with that story too. Yeah, I think she was still kind of a mean girl back then. She wasn't like the heroine mm-hmm. that everybody remembers. Like, yeah, turned basically turned her whole life around and then yeah. Um after that whole story, uh that's when she met Patrick Dornhart. So Oh. Her Played by her husband. <laughs> Played by her <laughs> husband, yep. <laughs> um, I don't know why I did the quotes like they are not really married. <laughs> Ian, Ian never made an appearance on One Life to Live. They just Patrick, created the role. Ian, yeah, I think they just created that role for Poor Charles. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Ian yeah. ever appeared on One Life to Live and Patrick never appeared on Poor Charles. Hmm. And they never like mentioned that they had a brother? On I don't show. think so. That's interesting. And he never mentioned, and Patrick, I don't think mentioned he ever had a sister either. So, um, after but Lucy- then he also mentioned that, like, in the conversation that, like, or maybe it was with Ariana later, that like his family is was like kind of broken up by the by uh, Granada or Granada or Grania or Green, oh, no, Green, oh, no. green Sleeves <laughs> <laughs> dying. <laughs> Gariana, that's her name. Gariana. <laughs> <laughs> um, after Lucy explains um, it was all her doing, um, Kevin and Eve discuss actually getting their divorce started. She asked him if she, Eve asked him if she could get that set, set something up, and they hug and she leaves. And Lucy sends him a note from the bar apologizing. Mm-hmm. Frank messages Cookie that he was at Kelly's and where was she? Kelly says, Kelly, Cookie says she was there and was sitting in the by the window. He says he knows she's lying because he was sitting by the window. She says that's impossible because they wouldn't have missed each other. He wants to know what kind of game she's playing because he's sick of it. Um... <laughs> I put Chris gives Eve a back rub. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a nice friend scene, even though I was like, mm, this feels like an HR issue, giving back yeah. rubs on at a, a place of business, but okay. Yeah. What did he say his title? What he said in this in this in these episodes? Uh Chief Head of Surgery uh, or something. Oh man, I knew like I figured like I knew his title. I was like, yes, I know his title now, and then it just escaped me. Escaped but, like, <laughs> Escape the titles. He was like, he mentions the Ariana's whole incident and how you told basically your superior to shut up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cookie says she can prove she was there and says she scratched her name in the windowsill. Frank says he saw it, but it looked like it had been there for years, not just done last night. Um, she says she was bored of all the. She says she was bored because all that was on the radio was the stupid Watergate news. I <laughs> put he basically spoils the outcome of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like no, no, that, that's, 
Like, like, no, this is, this is what happened. Like, really <laughs> um, he asks what year she's living in, and she says 1973. Which would be like 50 years ago th this year, right? Yeah. No, 60. 50 or 60. 50. I'm forgetting. Yeah, 50. 50. Wow. Wow. You remember when the 70s was 20 years ago? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, I, was like, I feel like this was, this was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like that meme I've seen um, when people born in the 2000s say they're in their 20s, which is impossible because I was born in the 80s and I'm in my 20s. <laughs> 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 oh wait, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> or the other meme, um, when people say twenty years ago and we're like, ah yes, the nineteen seventies. <laughs> <laughs> um Chris Which that would have been the actual twenty years ago would have been the nineteen seventies and mm, no, it would have been eighty one. No, I'm talking about in 2001 when this premiered. Yeah, it would have been 81. Yeah, 81, yep. Yeah. 25 would have brought us into the 70s. Yeah, oh yeah, it would have been like 25 years ago, yep. Yeah. So they, they literally mentioned this episode, in these episodes too. <laughs> <laughs> Eve falls asleep and Chris Chris says she, she's always falling asleep on me. Every time he's trying to make a move, she falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chris. <laughs> I like that they, I like that they like emphasize like Nolan North's comedic timing in these episodes and he's not like a creep anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I still, I still f don't fuck with Chris, but <laughs> Nolan North, he, he, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> except for, except for what he said about daytime soaps. We'll just forget about that. So I enjoy his scenes with Eve cause he's like semi-normal when he's with her. Yeah. Um, Ian walks in and finds her asleep and lays a blanket on her. Frank pulls out a history book and questions Cookie on what would be her current events. <laughs> she once again says it's 1973, and he says it's 2001. And to stop this. She says she's glad he stood her up because he's crazy. Mm -hmm. And Karen is seen with a needle in her hand, and it looks like she's about ready to take drugs, which I felt like wasn't the case. I knew yeah, it wasn't correct. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured it was um, for what you know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, T she was testing something. But uh, did we skip the part with Karen and Chris, or was is that later? Karen and Chris. So they were at the they were at like a computer, um, and she was and this this is how it, we we came to the conclusion that Karen is it. testing. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> When Chris said, like, maybe you should go to NA, and she's like, what, like, for recovering alcoholics to get help? And I'm like, of course. Like, what do you mean, Karen? <laughs> like, like NA's perfect for that. Like, it's a support group. Like, what are you talking about? Or just, a, if, or if you don't want to go through, like, the 12 steps, there mm -hmm. are other support groups that you can go. I'm sure there are other support groups you can go to that are not NA or, or AA or anything like that. So, yeah. This just speaks to, like, I guess my ignorance back when I was younger, <laughs> but I used to get so angry when um, Brady, they would say Brady fell off the wagon cause he was drinking. And I'm like, I used to be like, that wasn't his issue. It was drugs. Mm -hmm. But then 
sober is sober. You're not supposed to be sober like. Sober, yeah. I understand that now, but back then I used to be like, that's not, that wasn't his vice. <laughs> but yeah. basically, you're just trading one vice for another. So it's mm -hmm. sober, sober, you're like alcohol, drugs. Like you just have to be sober. So either would have been helpful. NA, AA, any of the A's, like would have really helped. Any of the A's, like a, just like a regular a support group. Just I know. Or of other people that are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you get a sponsor, and you know. Because, like, I know, like, on Days of Our Lives, everybody is the sponsor for everybody. Maggie's <laughs> so, the sponsor of half the town. It's not an honor. Maggie's the sponsor for half the town, yeah. <laughs> she's the sponsor for Jennifer. She's the sponsor for Brady. She's the sponsor for Lucas. She's the sponsor for everybody. Right. Could be overwhelming, <laughs> Aunt Maggie. Who's Maggie's sponsor? Do we know? <laughs> Who's Maggie? Yeah, who is Maggie's sponsor? Is there anybody that we know? Um, where am I? Okay. So... <laughs> My first note for the final episode of the week is because I just couldn't pay attention. The thong song was on. So yes, yes, I was about to say. aired on ABC. <laughs> it was on. Yes, this is, the ABC, this is an ABC episode. Whatever, wherever they were taping it from, ABC. I yes, thank and you. Even for though, even though we kind of tracked this, I kind of wanted to see this open net version just to see if they switched it out. <laughs> I do too. I did too. I was like, what are they going to switch it out with? Like booty, 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 booty. booty. <laughs> I literally was like, wait a minute, I hear Cisco. What's happening? <laughs> and this wasn't even like a new song at the time. It was like a year or two old, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> I was like, oh, some old white guy was like, we'll put the thong song on. That's hip. Put the thong song on. Okay. <laughs> I like it when the booty go. <laughs> Baby, make that booty go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and this episode wasn't directed by Albert Lord. Was it Anthony Marina? I forgot. I, I, I don't forgot. You know, <laughs> you know what? It would have made sense if it was Anthony Marina. <laughs> I am enjoying um, your stills when it was directed by him, and it's like people making like shady faces. <laughs> <laughs> they have the weirdest. What I like, they have like the weirdest like paused faces on those like uh, credits. It's just, it's just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until this week. Watch, watch the one from my birthday will be directed by Albert Lalar. Watch, just, just watch. It's gonna happen. Like that's, like, that's just how. <laughs> you're gonna be like, fuck you for retroactively ruining, ruining my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was at school at the time, I'm right. so sure I was at school. Um. All right, so let's move past past the thought. Yeah. Song. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Frank can't believe Cookie thinks that it's really 1973. He says that. Oh, she, he says that Nelly shouldn't be working, and he shouldn't be able to communicate with her through it because it's unplugged. And yeah, I don't know what it was called. I feel like you did last week, but he basically took the heart out of the computer and like CPU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then in the promos, like when he like they kind of like put this like effect where he was like. Um, like uh, like what? Like when he when he when he's like, I don't understand what's going on. And then the in the promos they did like this like weird effect, which I wish was in the episode. Yeah, but, like, 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 make, like that wouldn't have made sense either because I thought like I thought they were like, oh my gosh, like is he gonna like drink or something like that? Is he gonna think that like is it gonna drive him crazy? Like yeah, that's what it looks like in the promos. Mm -hmm. I feel like they had to like rework the promos because he was supposed to like not see Cookie last week, but uh -huh. there was like a news interruption. But I almost feel like maybe it was a planned uh, preemption because 
the date when he was questioning Cookie and he asked her what date it was, she said April 19th, and it, it was April 19th, the episode. So I almost, mm-hmm. I'm like, did they re edit it and shift things around? Really yeah, quick? that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Frank calls Victor to meet him at Kelly's with some machine that he no. had. <laughs> I, um, I didn't think Victor was this crafty, but <laughs> I thought he was a Toastmaster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ariana has been reading information on donor transplants. She says she knows a family is the best bet, and she says she has a sister. Now she has a sister that we've never heard of um, that has always been close to her. And Ian says that they were in contact with her father, and she says, and he won't let anybody lift a finger to help her. Mm. Eve catches Karen with the needle. Uh... Victor's machine can detect when Cookie's name was carved. I'm like, what kind of machine is this? I know you real. <laughs> um, he says about 28 to 30 years ago. So Frank says it would have been around 1973, and Victor confirms that. Mm-hmm. Cookie makes a phone call to someone saying she's been talking to someone that knows things before they even happen, and so- that that he says he's in 2001 and asks the man to come over. He says he will, but he's kind of like brushing her off like he's not. Yeah, it's fish stick night. I, you know yeah. who I think it might be? Who? I think it might be Scott, but I, I was trying to really hear the voice. I very, very briefly thought Scott. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, it could be Scott. Because hmm. like, remember she, she said, hi, Scott. He said, hi. And then I was trying to kind of match the voice with that voice. Okay. But... I thought Scott, but because Cookie's a teenager, I'm like, Scott would have been a teenager and it sounded like a man. But you're right, it could have just been Ken doing the voice. Ken doing like a voice, man. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. wonder if we'll ever get an answer to that. Um Karen tells Eve she's trying to draw her blood to see if she can match she can be a match for Ariana. So all of a sudden Karen's very invested in Ariana. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> um, Zach and Sam show up to the shop with some of their crew, and Jamal tells them to leave. You know, when you just said Sam, I was thinking of Sam McCall. I was like, oh, yay! But no, no, it's not. It's letter slug. <laughs> uh, my phone must have not have wanted me to, to shorten it to Sam, because it actually says Samantha. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joseph. <laughs> Um, but Zach says that he's going to want to hear what he has to say. Uh, Cookie tells Frank to leave her alone. He says he didn't mean to freak her out by saying that he was in 2001. And he says he's not sure what's going on and doesn't know who to ask for help. She says she knows she tried to talk to someone too, but they kind of brushed her off. Frank asked Cookie to leave a note for him at Kelly's behind a loose brick in the next hour, but her dad comes home. So she has to like rush off the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, good idea, but just because the brick is loose in 2001 doesn't mean it was loose in 1973. It could have been like sealed. <laughs> like, yeah. But all right, I went with it. I, I yeah, I, I went with it too, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, I was kind of harping on that for a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zag informs Jamal that Allison took money from someone she shouldn't have, and if she can't pay it back, then they'll be in big trouble. 
So now we know that Zach somehow is involved with this money that Allison got. Yep. I was 5% right. <laughs> you're 5%. You're <laughs> uh. And now Jamal knows that Allison lied to him, so that's going to be a thing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen is a match for Ariana. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <clears throat> Frank checks the loose brick and there's no note. He waits around talking to himself, thinking he's crazy. And he checks it one more time before he leaves and the note is there. And the paper looks old, like it's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's how the week ended. That's it. There was a lot of action this week. I liked it. Oh, there was. I don't know if it's because now we are like officially over the midpoint and we're going into the last chapter of the arc. Um, but yeah, I like it. I like that now we know we're in different time zones or mm-hmm. frames. <laughs> um, time zones, yes. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. I wonder if we're ever going to come face to face with the different decades. I mean, I know you know, so you're like. <laughs> I know, I know somewhat. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut a little bit. Um, I don't know what what's gonna happen with Karen and this donor thing. So basically, she's gonna give her a piece of her liver because I know a liver regenerates. I think that's what's gonna happen. Really? I think. I don't know. I'm not a medical expert. <laughs> <laughs> I just play one on the podcast. <laughs> I play one on the podcast, yes. <laughs> Which I get my degree from uh, Port Charles University and my, uh, my bachelor's from Port Charles University and my master's from uh, Salem University Hospital. It's lucky you got in there before that third quarter started. Yeah, before that third quarter started. <laughs> man, mm. That was oof. <laughs> um, the preview was weird because like, the episode clearly aired on ABC because we got the thong song. <laughs> But the end didn't show the like next on Poor Charles. It was like a soap net promo for the next week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even. I, I didn't even know if this was directed by Albert Lar, so I could get my little FaceTime thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a little, like ugh, Albert Lar, ugh, Albert Lar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited because I literally know nothing. I just the only thing I know is that it must end with some kind of bike race because that's how Tainted Love starts. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> so I Zach is somehow gonna like be messing with Jamal, I guess, in the bike mm-hmm. shop. I just remember Livy in the headset, <laughs> like talking to Jamal as he was mm-hmm. or Jack as he was racing. I remember when uh well something happened to Jack, so we're not gonna spoil that part, but <laughs> <laughs> And I remember it was, it was outside. It was like in location. It was so good. Yeah. Ah, that, that, oh, man, I can't wait to get to that. Um, there was a quick scene. I think it was the scene where Allison asked Jack not to tell Livy about the mon- where she got the money from. Mm-hmm. And they hugged. And I'm just like, mm, you're married. Like, I don't well, know. Just, it was like, oh, you guys are a real couple. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was like, I wonder like, if that was happening here. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I was, I was like. I was like, oh, I think this is where maybe where... Maybe we're seeing maybe we're seeing Aaron and um what's the, oh my god, what's his name? Oh uh Priestley. Oh Priestley Priestley. Brian, I think. I think it's Presley. Brian. Presley. Brian Presley. Aaron Hershey, and then it's Brian 
Is Presley. it Brian Priestley? I think it's Presley. Presley, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Brian. Yeah, I think it was Brian. Yeah, where Aaron and Brian fall in love. Like, ah, <laughs> I love it. I love and right, it. actually, before that, it was the same scene, which is the beginning of it. Um, Livy and Jack were like kissing, and Allison walked out. I'm like, that's awkward. If you guys would, <laughs> <laughs> is that why you guys hugged? You're like reclaiming your man. Like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> but did and I, then I remember after poor Charles, like uh, Aaron Hershey Priest Priestley uh, audition for the View, and. That's okay. not, I, yeah, I want to know what that timeline was going to be about because, like, she ended up, she ended up being like in the last, you know, like, she ended up being, it was like a on air audition. So it was like, she'll like oh. do it for like a week or something like that. At the same time, I believe it was Elizabeth Hasselback. Oh. So and Elizabeth Hasselback wound up getting it. I'm like, oh, I would love to see that timeline where like Aaron Hershey was on The View. I probably would have watched The View. So clearly they were looking for a blonde. They were looking for a blonde. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I think she would have replaced Lisa Ling. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, because Lisa Ling wanted to do, like, serious journalism, which she has. So mm -hmm. she's she's done she's done a lot, from what I understand. So It's crazy when you think about the different, like, eras of The View. Mm -hmm. and the like, I remember the Rosie era. I think it was, like, a year or two. The first Rosie era or the second one? The first one. Okay. The one with the <laughs> split screen. <laughs> and now it just feels like Whoopi's been there forever. She has been. She's it's been like ten years, right? If not mm -hmm. longer. And then Maybe fifteen. And oh I loved when um Sherry Shepard was on it. I always liked Sherry. Yeah, I like her too. She I just watched I watched like a movie. Well not just watched, maybe like a year ago. I watched the movie like a um a Christian um, version of High School Musical or Camp Rock, mm -hmm. and she was on it. Sherry Shepard was on there. My friend, my best friend Kyle, always likes to mention her Friends episode. Do you remember her on Friends? I, I, like, I didn't really watch Friends. She was like, I don't remember who she worked with. I think she worked at Ross's job, and there was like a lunchroom like hierarchy, like who sat with who, and there was a guy that she went to like kindergarten or preschool or like elementary school with and he wasn't sitting with her and she was like shouting his name she was like i shared my, my lunch with you like screaming <laughs> and he wouldn't acknowledge her he was like <laughs> <laughs> i was actually supposed to go to her um talk show a few months ago like six months ago oh, the strike happened uh, no um it was before the strike so it was probably the winter um kyle so these talk shows pretty much are free. You just have to like put your name in a lottery. So my friend Kyle won, so we were gonna go, but we overslept and we missed the train. Oh man! We were like, well, it was free, so yeah. <laughs> um, did I miss anything? Is there anything you want to add before we wrap this up? Um, trying to think, cause like the only thing that you missed, I mentioned it, but like the NAAA part. Um, I don't think so. There's anything that I that was missed. Um, so uh, Ariana's family's a like, well, her father's a dick. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. We already knew he didn't care about his daughter. Yeah. But, um, why were they having trouble getting in contact with him? More that wasn't he like suing the hospital last week? Like they should have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a hard time contacting him. Like, well, you 
did sue he did sue the hospital, so yeah, but I think maybe it. because he's like big famous person in um whatever whatever-ville. Um <laughs> like he probably has like um his contacts hidden for some for some reason. Because I know like um and then this was back when I went to a art college in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably narrow it down. <laughs> you could probably <laughs> narrow it down anybody who was in Philadelphia. Um, and I have mentioned where I went before. But like there was a famous teacher who went there, and um, I never saw this famous teacher. This teacher is a fem- professor. This professor is actually a feminist. Um, my sister wound up having her for a class, and it was Camille Paglia. And um, or Paglia, or however you pronounce her name. And mm-hmm. I worked in the office, and like you would see her like mailbox, like for the liberal arts office. Mm-hmm. But she never came in. She always had an assistant doing something, doing like getting her mail. It was so like hard to get. Like, in. You knew she was here. You knew she was here. She knew she was a presence, but like she was just never there. You had no way of contacting this person. Like <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, I get it because you know you want to respect your privacy because if you're a big name like that working yeah. at a school like that, if you're working like a like a private school where I work, like you want to like you know hide your identity as much as possible. Even though it's well known, if you even look her up, it does mention where she works, which kind of you know connects like the story. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's what I was thinking. Like with Ariana's father. Like, yeah, they don't, um, they don't really say that they're like a royal family, but they say they're like they're like an important family. Yeah, family. They're like important. They're they're important enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be the twist of a lifetime. Oh my god. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thank <laughs> you for joining us for another edition of Poor Charles Time in a Bottle. Um, we'll be back pretty soon with another week's worth of episodes. As always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. Until next time, have a great day, night, weekend, whenever you're watching this. Bye. (laughs) Bye.